I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Are you a reality TV junkie? Do you ever think, dang, I wish I had someone to talk to about all the trash TV that I watch? Well, look no further, garbage lover, because Reality Gaze is a podcast for you. Hello, I'm Maddie. And I'm Poodle, and we're the Reality Gaze. We talk about all your favorite unscripted shows like The Golden Bachelor, Love is Blind, and TLC's big, messy behemoth, 90 Day Fiance. And if you're driving to work, folding laundry, or just pretending to listen to your husband talk about sports, just put on the pod, and you've instantly got two gay besties spilling all the tea and reading these people for filth. So come at us, y'all. Find Reality Gaze wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com Hello and welcome to the Paediatric Research Podcast with me, Charlotte Stoddart. In this show, we're focusing on the placebo effect. Our guest, Katja Weimer from University Hospital Tübingen, has reviewed the current research on placebo effects in children. And as we'll hear, there are many gaps in our knowledge. From clinical trials and experimental studies, we know that patients sometimes report an improvement in their condition after receiving an ineffectual treatment, such as a sugar pill. This is the placebo effect. It's reasonably well understood in adults, but very little research has been done in children or adolescents. The review by Katia and colleagues suggests there may be important differences between placebo effects in children and adults. It's important to understand these differences, says Katya, in order to interpret results from clinical trials in children, which often compare the effects of a new drug with an inactive placebo pill. To find out more, I called Katya and started by asking why there are so few studies on this. Oh, there is so little research on, on placebo effects in children, especially because of legal and ethical considerations. Um, so, of course, there are some, some rules which people can be included in uh, clinical trials or also in experimental studies. Children are called, in this terms, incompetent persons who cannot decide by themselves to be included, but their parents must be asked for it. And this makes it a little bit more complicated. That's one of the points. And in experimental studies about placebo effects, there's another point you often have to deceive the participants. And this is, of course, another problem um, because you have to, to give this informed consent. So they must understand in what kind of study they uh, take part. And this is a problem in children. There's been quite a lot of research on the placebo effect in adults. Does it really matter if we can't do experiments in children? Can we not just use the results of the studies done in adults? Um, 
don't think so. Because um, the underlying mechanisms can be the same or could be the same, but we don't know it because we, we didn't test it in children as much as in adults. Um, so there are the mechanisms of expectations and conditioning. Uh, we think there are the same mechanisms, but um, they can be exaggerated or heightened by the expectations of the parents, for example. And so there are some mediators of this placebo effect that are different than in adults. And from um, comparisons between uh, studies in, in adults and in children, we can see that the placebo effect is higher in children than in adults. It's much greater than in adults. But we don't know exact which mechanisms um, count for this difference. Can you give us a sense of how much greater? Can you put some numbers on it? Oh, um, I think that's difficult because it depends on the, on the disease or the symptoms. So, for example, we uh, compared studies in major depression and we saw, for example, 60% placebo response rates in children and um, in adults only 38%. Do you have any theories about why the placebo effect might be higher in children? Um, yes, but they are all... Uh, only theories. <laughs> so um, the theories are that their expectations are heightened by the expectations of their uh, parents. So the parents also have expectations when they go to a physician. So they think, how oh, it will help my children. So they give also their expectation to the children. And the other point is, um, it seems like um, that children more often assume to get the real medication or the real drug than a placebo in clinical trials. And this also makes the placebo effect uh, bigger than in, in adults who, who think, oh, okay, I have a 50% chance to get a placebo or the drug. Given that children seem to show this enhanced placebo effect, is there any way that doctors could use that to their advantage? Oh, yes, of course. Um, so I think that's the, the farer aim of the placebo research, um, how we can use this placebo effect in, in practice. And um, there are a lot of ideas about this. Some are that um, the conditioning procedures could be used to reduce um, uh, medication or drugs. For example, every third or fourth um, drug could be replaced by a placebo if they are conditioned on a special drug. This could reduce side effects, for example. And the other um, idea is that when we know more about these mechanisms and the expectations of the parents, it could be used to train, for example, the parents, um, how they can provide positive expectations to their children to improve treatments. I guess that um, what you'd really like is some more research to be done. But as you mentioned earlier, there are these legal and ethical issues that make it difficult to test placebos in children. How are we going to overcome those difficulties? Um, yeah, <laughs> good question. <laughs> we are trying to do this with a kind called um, authorized deception. So we include uh, a passage in our um, consent form. We inform them that they could be deceived in some points of the study. There are some studies that, that show that this works pretty well. So there are the same placebo effects like in other studies. And um, the children understand this kind of um, information. And also the, the parents have to understand this kind of information. 
and I think it works pretty well. So you inform them that you that you will deceive them. What is the big unanswered question at the moment about placebo effect in children? What would you really like to get an answer to? I think it's very interesting how the placebo effects in children are related to those in their own parents. Because there's an idea about a social learning of placebo effects. So um, children could observe how well or bad drugs can work in their parents, for example. And this could have an influence on their own placebo effects or the um, effectivity of drugs. That was Katja Weimer talking to me from University Hospital Tübingen in Germany. The review by Katja and colleagues is called Placebo Effects in Children and you can read it online at nature.com forward slash PR. Look out for the next paediatric research podcast on 26th of September. Until then, from me, Charlotte Stoddart, goodbye and thanks for listening. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Are you a reality TV junkie? Do you ever think, dang, I wish I had someone to talk to about all the trash TV that I watch? Well, look no further, garbage lover, because Reality Gaze is a podcast for you. Hello, I'm Maddie. And I'm Poodle, and we're the Reality Gaze. We talk about all your favorite unscripted shows like The Golden Bachelor, Love is Blind, and TLC's big, messy behemoth 90 Day Fiance. And if you're driving to work, folding laundry, or just pretending to listen to your husband talk about sports, just put on the pod, and you've instantly got two gay besties spilling all the tea and reading these people for filth. So come at us, y'all. Find Reality Gaze wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com